0: To the Saturday Night Live After Party. This week we'll be discussing season 47, episode 21 of SNL with host Natasha Leone and musical guest Japanese Breakfast. I'm Katherine Coleman, and with me this week is NYC comedian Charlotte Otremba. You can follow Charlotte on Instagram at Charlotte O'Trimba. You can find me at Catherine is funny, and if you'd like to connect with the show, you can do so at SNLPodcast.com. Enjoy these selected highlights from this week's discussion, and if you'd like to watch our full-length, ad-free sketch-by-sketch review, you can find it exclusively at Patreon.com slash SNLPodcast. It's our supporters that make this show possible, and we are so thankful that everyone who's already come on board. All right, here we go. Hello, good to see everybody. We had a uh very emotional filled episode, just a lot of goodbyes. I cried, I don't know, Charlotte, did you
1: cry? Teared up for sure. Heavy, okay. heavy tears, heavy tears. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I'm willing to uh go all the way and cry. You're you're subduing it a little bit, that's okay. You don't have to be vulnerable.
1: <laughs> Um, it's all right. Societal pressures got the best of me. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't cry comfortably. Yeah, you know, it yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. It happens. Yeah.
0: But, uh, either way, I'm excited to, to process this with you. Um, and how's it going? It's been a while since you've been on. You doing all right?
1: I know it has been a little while. Very excited to be back, especially to talk about this amazing slash roller coaster of emotion episode and definitely. Excited to dive in because it was such a great send-off, I think, and it was such a great season finale on the whole, so very excited to dive in.
0: All right, well, let's do it! Woo! For the cold open, Colleen Rafferty says goodbye to planet Earth as Kate McKinnon says goodbye to SNL. Ah, and uh, wow! uh, Kate Kate McKinnon, to me, like, is SNL in so many ways. Because I I mentioned this last week, um, like, around the 2016 election is when I really became like a diehard SNL fan. And like, I watched it on and off before that, but that's when I became obsessed. And Kate was the reason she was, she is, she's just like magnetic, you know, as a performer, she never missed everything. Like she just, as soon as she walked on screen, she had my full attention. You know, I just, I just, I just love her so dearly. So it's really sad to see her go. And I think she's just one of the greatest of all time. Um, but at the same time, like I've been emotionally preparing for this for like three years every year I'm like, this is the last one. She's, she's leaving. Mm-hmm. It's time. Uh, so, you know, I'm ready for it. I was, I was well prepared. <laughs> um, and I think it, I think it is time for Kate to leave, but it's because the show's in great hands. Like Heidi and Ego and Chloe are all just phenomenal. And you know, I realize there's, there's other people at the show too, but those are like the three that come to mind. Uh, right. Right. And so, yeah, it's like the, it, even though I'm ready and I think it's the right choice, it still is like the end of an era and it's so sad, but I love that they. this is the sketch that they chose to use as her goodbye because this is like her biggest role. Outside of like Hillary Clinton, obviously, this is like the one that everybody knows. And I like that they didn't just they didn't just put it up like this is the one Kate wanted. We're going to do it one more time. Like they actually wrote in like a goodbye. And I I just I loved
1: that. Uh, Did did you feel similarly? I agree on so many points. I felt all the feelings. I think I agree like Kate. Especially as a, uh, you know, you'll feel this way as a fellow woman, comedian, performer, to see her just go s- commit to character so unabashedly and totally disregard any sort of pressures to be sexy or feminine, which I feel like as women, we can still feel those pressures even when we're doing comedy. It was always such a joy to watch her because I f- I felt like she was her freest truest self and also just committed so wholeheartedly to such quirky and unique characters but still felt like her you know what that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i think she just created and grew there and created sort of her own brand of comedy and characters and and also just was such clearly such a joy to work with i mean you Mm -hmm. would always see other actors or guests um cracking with her and she would always make people laugh. So I, too, feel have felt the same way watching her for years, just feeling like I knew her or wanted to know her so badly because she just emitted such joy, charisma and Mm -hmm. quirkiness in the best way um, and intelligence. And so, yeah, I did. I felt the same way about this sketch. I mean, this has been a recurring sketch that I mean, I even watched one in one of my UCB classes. You know, it's it's been like a, a like a historic Running theme. Um, and so I was also really glad that they did an extended version of this and the writing was on point. I mean, my God, like calling back some of her usual jokes in there of like, (laughs) you know, not the worst thing I've done on a Jumbotron. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she would usually make that line about a night or something. And in addition to the callback lines, just, you know, the general themes of. Something kind of sexual, vaguely, but not. And, you know, the aliens taking advantage of her and agree. I thought they did this. They sort of wrapped up the running story by sending her off to space. And what a great, what a great imaginative and commitment to the world. And, um, and man, like her, her goodbye, um, and her live from New York just hit me in the gut. I loved it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like her starting to tear up is definitely. The thing that pushed me over the edge because I just I don't know I can just so imagine like what that moment must have been. I had a friend that went to the show and he said like yeah everyone gave her like a standing ovation like when she like out on the ufo so like I I can imagine like from her perspective she's given like so much to this and then like to like walk in the ufo and turn around and like everyone's standing for you like how do you not be getting emotional in that situation yeah. you know um but yeah like as for the as for like the literal sketch this is as good as any of the other ones like uh i the fact that they keep finding more euphemisms and more rhymes is truly astounding like how incredible, incredible. Did, did they just like there has to be a spreadsheet somewhere of yeah. just like all of the options that they have and they just kind of pull from there <laughs> it's it's crazy <laughs> it's, um
1: yeah
0: and i thought the highlight here was um the umpire joke so she says i landed like ass up in a field. And he says, and what happened next? And she said, well, the umpire called timeout. And that is so brilliant because she could have just said, like, I landed ass up in the middle of a Mets game. And like, that would have been really funny. But to have her say it and then let him set her up for that punchline is just so brilliant. So yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Big win for me. But, um, let's keep going in 10 great years. AD Bryant says goodbye with the trend forecasters. Now go to bed, bitch. This was uh, so sweet,
1: so Wait, contagiously is 80, fun. Is Ad leaving too? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I interrupted you. Go on. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: this was this was so sweet and contagiously fun. I thought this definitely reached the heights of the original outing of the trend forecasters. I thought Ad and Bowen were clearly having the time of their lives, and I think I think that's the thing that sells this piece is. Th- that fun. Uh the second outing didn't feel like it had the same energy or spontaneity to it, uh, but it really came back in this third outing and I loved it, I loved it, I loved it. And I love Aidy Bryant. I when I started writing sketch, I think for for a few years, subconsciously I wrote everything for Kate and AD because I just loved them so much. And I think Aidy has some of the most amazing line deliveries ever. I just she can sell so such a broad range of roles and she does it so well. She's in so many of my favorite sketches. And even though she's been on for a while, just like a few less episodes than Kate, because Kate came in at like the end of one season and then 80 started the beginning of the next. I'm surprised she's leaving because it really felt like she got a second wind this season. Um, She had sort of she seemed like she was in her element. She was she had teamed up with Celestium and was doing a lot of stuff with um, them and Bowen and like yeah. kind of finding a new voice and a new role in the show that was like fresh and exciting. So I was, I was surprised. I kind of thought we might get one more year of 80, um, but I'm, I'm really sad to see 80 go because as much as I I loved Kate, it did feel like it was time for Kate. And I just, I wasn't quite there with 80 yet. So th- this one, this one hit me hard. Um Little baby 80. We all love her. How How did you feel about it?
1: Well, now that I know that, I mean, um, I will, uh, I will say just objectively, I think the last this, this was my favorite. And I'm not just saying this because you just told me that 80's leaving. This was my favorite go of this, of this act that they do together because I felt like the last time or last couple of times, how many times have they done it? I think just, I think the,
0: this was the third.
1: The third. Okay. For whatever reason, the other times felt kind of messy to me. If I'm being honest, like I, It, it, I know they were having fun and I liked watching it because they were having fun, but I, I couldn't quite, it just didn't feel totally fleshed out or like fully. And, and I think it just was a little messy in their delivery, even though they're having fun, but I couldn't always understand what they were saying or like get the gist. And it felt like it was like a joke that I was not in on. And I feel like sometimes the best comedy is the kind where you feel like you're in on a private joke, but you, Mm -hmm. you as the audience member, want to feel like you're in on it. Whereas like the past couple of times it felt like a joke that only they were in on. And I didn't really get what was funny. This time I felt very much like I was more in it and I, and I got it. And maybe it was sort of like clearer line deliver, like clearer punchlines or something. Like, I I guess I really sort of got the game and premise this time a little bit more. And it felt like they were also just super in sync in their deliveries and, and everything about it. So I found, I did found it, really fun and I also love that they brought Che in at the end and I thought it was a really funny sweet piece and now that I know it was her last then it just makes it even sweeter oh I love it
0: yeah and you could sort of see Colin looking on like when it cut back to him he he took a minute before he continued like I think he was feeling kind of emotional about everything too so it's a big night oh (laughs) Well, let's get into our other goodbyes. <laughs> Lauren gifted him a sock, finally setting Pete Davidson free. How did you feel about Pete's goodbye?
1: Yeah, that was like the joke of the night. Honestly, that was hilarious, <laughs> <laughs> and I loved Colin looking out of the audience. Like, did you all get it? Oh, Harry Potter fans here, <laughs> like you guys got it. Um, That was great. Yeah, I mean, I will say of Pete's of Pete's mono- desk monologues, this wasn't my favorite it didn't feel like his strongest but it felt like a nice sum up of his time there and um obviously an ode to lauren in the best like in the pe- in a pete way that was felt genuine um and he had some you know good zinger jokes in there about you know the the eye patch and things I mm-hmm. I don't know why he brought that back in if I'm being honest I kind of was <laughs> think like he's
0: still salty about it clearly yeah <laughs> right, rightfully so though yeah I know I, I agree
1: I, I don't know the whole thing was a little It's just like yeah but that's okay yeah I was it my favorite desk piece of his no but I thought it was a really sweet send-off so um yeah I, I landed in the middle I love Pete so you know yeah
0: Yeah, I think, I think, I think this had some good jokes, mainly the sock one. But I don't know, it didn't pack the same one, two punch of funny and emotion that I thought the other two goodbyes we got did. Yeah. Uh, but I think that could also just be because I feel annoyed at Pete. Um, obviously, I don't know that man. I do not know the full situation. (laughs) To be clear. (laughs) (laughs) To to be, I'm not a crazy person. I understand that I don't know the details. (laughs) But from the outside, it just feels kind of Shitty that he just sort of pieced out, um, for like half the season, but like also from a viewer's perspective. Yeah. It came right when he was like hitting his groove. I spent so much time the first half of the season praising like, Oh my God, Pete's here. Pete's acting. Pete's doing impressions. This is great. Yeah. More Pete, Pete finally found his footing on the show. Like, wow. It it took him a while, but he's here. I'm excited to see what Pete's going to do now. And then he just sort of disappeared. So, like, I guess I felt
1: personally disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> um, Here I'm you were gonna... giving him all this praise. Yeah. <laughs> he really took my opinion. And we'll hate him forever for that. No. <laughs> but, but I don't know. So, yeah. Like, like I don't know. So I,
0: I, I was having some mixed feelings about, like, Pete's commitment to the show. And then, like, you know, obviously all of the tabloid fodder and whatnot. So I think that does affect my connection to the piece. But I also sort of felt like at the end when he was supposed to kind of get emotional, like it was written in, in such a way that he was supposed to like, kind of dig in and like be a little vulnerable. He, it felt like he sort of shrugged it off and, and pushed away from doing that, even though yeah, it was written for he... him to do that.
1: Oh, he's I not going to do that. We all know.
0: But he, at this, you, you say that, but at the end of last season, he did an update piece where he did do that. And it was actually really beautiful and lovely. And like, that was yeah. the better goodbye to me. Um, so I don't know. Maybe yeah. he's just been a little checked out since then. Maybe he'd never planned to come back for another season. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. So Pete, Pete's piece, uh, it, it had some good moments. Uh, I'm on one level, like sad to see him go, but on another level, like know that he's ready. Like he, yeah. he very clearly wants to move on to other things. So, um, you know, I, I think he's got that show in the works. I'll watch it. I'm excited to see it. If you want to see our full sketch by sketch review, Search for SNL After Party on Patreon or Subscribestar.com. That is the end of the rundown. Let's talk about these overall ratings. Charlotte, what is your
1: moment of the night? My moment of the night is going to be Kate leaving and saying live from New York at Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew it as soon as I saw it. It was just a beautiful send-off and also still in the world. Like, that's why it was so mm-hmm. brilliant. It was like still in the world of the sketch, the sketch that has become iconic and a character that's become iconic. And then she herself has become iconic as an SNL cast member and, and an actor in her own right. So that was my beautiful moment of the night. What about you? Same, same Kate's goodbye takes it by, by a long
0: shot. Obviously, like, like I said, like I'm Kate, Kate McKinnon is such a special performer to me. Um, she just, she just really drew me in. Uh, and I've loved, I've loved everything she's done. Um, on the show and off so i don't know it was it was really great and like i said before it was just so lovely that not only did they do like an encore of her best character but like made it a goodbye she got that moment solo on screen to like say thank you and that was just that was just so beautiful i loved it
1: yeah and it also was like what the people wanted (laughs) to you know it's like we all were so happy to have another uh alien encounter sketch so yeah so okay. thank you also, Kate, for doing that for us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Kate, Mikey Streeter. Thank you for thank you that happen. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Let's talk about our best sketch. What
1: was yours? <sighs> do you want to go first? <laughs> why, do you, why can you never pick be a best sketch? <laughs> uh, because uh, I'm tied between two. <laughs>
0: okay, okay. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, this is tricky because... There's a lot of meta layers that go into this, right? Like, we have, for instance, is Close Encounters the best sketch of the night? As far as just, like, writing and performance? Like, no. But it's, like, Kate's send-offs so that makes it pretty special, right? Um, same with, like, the trend forecasters or, like, Pete's thing. Um, so, like, I don't know. I want to strip that back. And I want to say, with none of that sort of meta commentary, what's going on in real-world stuff... The best sketch, the strongest sketch of the night was the places will go, the prom one. I think, I think that one is, is the strongest and is so funny and just so well made and, uh, and just new and fresh. And I, I love to see it. It's one that I'll definitely be sharing with people. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give best sketch to the places will go. Does that help you decide?
1: Yeah. I mean, that was up there for me. And I think you hit the nail on the head with, with all. Oh. With all of that, I, I especially, I want to echo what you said about the fresh take. I felt, it felt very fresh and new and really funny. Um, in that case, I'm going to go with again stripping away all the meta layers because I agree with you. There are things that I was like, oh, I loved that, but really looking at it objectively, I thought I really loved the great pigtails because of the reasons I said earlier. In that, it felt so observant and smart and funny. It wasn't overly complicated. It felt like everybody in it was great. But I guess like bringing in sort of the meta details, it did feel like they were all having a lot of fun on there together, which is also Mm -hmm. a joy to watch. So it really sort of like brought in everything that's like great to watch about live sketch comedy, which is like great writing, great costumes and hair and makeup, really funny concept, not overly complicated, kept making me laugh, felt like something I could relate to because I've seen that it just brought all that together and then also everybody having fun together. So for me, that was my best sketch of the night.
0: Fair enough. Let's talk about MVP.
1: Who is it? Oh, God, it's so hard. I feel like because a like it was pretty evenly distributed in that there wasn't a couple of cast members that were in a lot of sketches, which isn't fair to that. Like that's so anyway, not not that they really placed my vote with a lot of weight, but <laughs> I was I think I'm going to say Natasha Leone because she really was, you know, obviously in a lot of sketches and she really brought a unique commitment and take. And she was a joy to watch. She didn't fall flat. A lot of times what can happen is like TV and movie actors can sometimes not really hold themselves as well to a live audience. And she can. Um, But I know she's done theater. So that makes sense. Um, So I just I felt like she really in every sketch she and she was in, she she won And I appreciated her range. And, sorry, last thing is, it's a lot of pressure to do a finale, to do the Mm -hmm. SNL finale, and to go in knowing that, you know, these longtime cast members who are beloved by fans are leaving. So that's just, like, a lot to go into. And I Mm -hmm. felt like she really held her own. She didn't try to do too much or, like, try to, like, either steal focus from them or to, like, almost, like, be like, Give to them if that makes sense. I feel like she just went in and did her thing and um and allowed them to shine as they chose to. So I just respected yeah. her a lot for how she handled that.
0: Yeah, because that is an interesting position to be put in. Uh, where like you're the host, it is supposed to kind of be about you, but you do have to relinquish that a little bit because to the fans of the show, the bigger thing is everybody but you. Um, so she did handle that really well. You're right. Uh, but I, I'm going to give my MVP to little baby eighty. I love Aidy Bryant so yes, much. Know, and she okay. obviously like with the trend forecasters was great. It was a it was she was having fun. It was a good send off. But then we also had, you know, the iconic her part in the duo, the Kate 80 duo. We had her in the cold yeah. open. And then in the the little thing of she was in the I'm stupid PSA, just giving those lines like only Aidy Bryant can. Yeah. No one else can say. My son's wife is a smart person. She's tearing us apart the way that 80 will deliver it. It will not get the same laugh with anyone else <laughs> yeah. saying it. Um, so she just had those moments that were so uniquely 80 plus like the meta factor of, it, of her goodbye. And I just think she's going to be so missed. So MVP to 80 time for the big one on a scale of classic, great, decent week or train wreck. How would you rate this episode?
1: Okay. I might go classic because there really weren't that many duds. I thought they handled the send offs really well. They brought back a classic and did it beautifully. They brought back another classic in Boat Guy. They brought back the trend forecasters. They brought back the band. They brought. Back Fred Armisen, <laughs> you know, like um, you know, Pete's desk piece cut for time, but Pete did another rap i and I just felt like the sketches that were new felt really new and fresh, and I think this will be remembered as like a great send off episode for years to come, and I think there will be a lot of sketches in this that are shared often, so. Like, even though the methamphetamine announcer was not either of our favorites, I think that will be shared a lot. Um, You know, so my point being that even like our non-favorites were still great sketches and clear premises and games, and I think will be shared. Um, So I'm, based on those criteria, going to give this a classic. Fair enough. Which is high praise, I know, but...
0: No, uh, I'm going classic. It's um like with all of the meta stuff stripped aside, it's in no way a classic. With all of that added in, it is definitely a classic.
1: <laughs> but I think I think I agree with you. That's the point. Is like mm-hmm. they did a yeah. I'll let you. Yeah. yeah, this is
0: this is the goodbye episode to yeah. big names. I mean, mm-hmm. Kate, Ad, Pete are huge. Kyle less less of like a household name, but to the community is a big is a big deal and and you know most of them got a special moment to say goodbye, and that is just really special and I think that that's um that makes it a classic no matter no matter what happens and um there you know there were a few episodes this season that if i could if I could go back and amend my thing i think would fall into classic but I'm always afraid to give things a classic uh so this is sort of my I also can use this as my apology <laughs> classic episode <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but no I think I think Kate McKinnon's last episode would have been a classic for me no matter what yeah. add on top of that 80 oh my god this is a big deal mm, now it hurts and then yeah. you get you know Pete saying goodbye you get you get a Kyle send off I think yeah this this is um classic uh in end of an era in a lot of ways um you know it's not everybody turning over i think we'll probably see more departures before the next season starts um but it's definitely a a, a big shake up of some really big names um so um it, it, it's kind of sad it's kind of heavy uh, but it's a good but it, it's 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 happy everyone yeah it's not anybody leaving prematurely you know it's right. it's everybody it's leaving had a really great run and it has like so many like bigger and better things to do. So yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that makes for a classic. I'm glad we're agreed on that. (laughs) All right. Well, that's, that's the end of it. That's, that's the season finale. It's a classic. We said goodbye to a lot of people. We processed a lot of emotions. Thank you so much for being
1: here, Charlotte. This was fun. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. Seriously. An honor to discuss The last show of the season, and with so many departures, and it was a classic episode. So I was very happy to be here. Thank you. I'm
0: I'm I'm just so grateful I didn't cry on the podcast. That would
1: have been so interesting. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, Uh, So
0: what do you what do you have going on? Well,
1: oh, absolutely. So Catherine and I have our lit comedy sketch show this coming Wednesday at 8 p.m. on YouTube Live, which makes it very easy to tune in from wherever you are. So if you go, if you search on YouTube, Laugh Index Theater in parentheses lit l i t, um, you can. <laughs> Do you have to you put didn't... the parentheses? I feel like you can just. Put I don't Laugh know. Index Theater. Probably you could just search Laugh Index Theater. Anyway, you can then set a reminder for the upcoming live stream this Wednesday at eight p.m. May twenty fifth. Um, should be really funny. So check it out. Yeah, I'm
0: excited about it. We've got some yeah. some really good stuff in the in the pipeline some very topical stuff we've got uh we've got some pro-choice propaganda for you yeah Uh, no (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's gonna be a great time uh but yeah i'm excited for that uh the following week on june 1st i have a boogie manja show with my team howdy neighbor that's at 9 p.m on twitch.tv slash boogie manja that is b-o-o-g-i-e-m-a-n-j-a um, I have two sketches I wrote that will be in this show, so I'm very excited about that. And I would love to see you all in the chat. All right. Well, this was fun. Thank you again for being here. And that is a wrap. Thanks to Charlotte Otremba. And thanks as well to our most generous patrons, Neil Weinstein, Justin Gardner, Grace Cogan, and Brian Clark. If you're enjoying our show, please subscribe on YouTube or wherever better podcasts can be found. Your subscription helps us grow, and your support is greatly appreciated. We'll be back this summer with vintage episodes, cut-for-time reviews, and more. But until then, this has been episode number 162 of the Saturday Night Live After Party Podcast. I'm Catherine Coleman. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it.